just in case, motherfucker. Don't give me your shit. Okay. See, why can't we have okay. a normal fucking open? Why do you always have to give me shit when we open up the podcast? I don't know. It's a, it's like a, a thing now. We've done it forever. I hope, I hope the lunches give you chorro, bro. What's going on? Anyways. Uh, good. We have a guest speaker today, guys. Uh, just going to get straight into it. Um, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say shitheads right now, but I just did. So She's grown. Up? She knows what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? We have the one and only Roxy in the podcast this week. And I pulled favors. You know, me and Roxy go way back when she was four we feet do. tall. Yeah, I, and, uh, I finally I, got to use one of your favors. I finally got to use one of my favors, and I, I got I got her podcast because she's a very sought after commodity right now. Damn right! Damn I'm excited. Right. I'm excited for you. We we can't we can't review exactly what we're about, but yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I wanted you on the podcast. Besides the fact that we're friends, I feel that there should be more eyes and ears on you and. Uh, if there's people that listen to our show that can that have not heard of you and kind of get into what you're doing, I feel that's just fucking great. So, so why don't you start off by yourself. yeah? Well, who's Roxy for starters? Because I don't even who the fuck is that? Because <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even who the know fuck who that is. <laughs> Tell us who uh, Roxy is. Well, I'm a 19 year old professional wrestler, independent professional wrestler. Um. I started training when I was 13, and George here is actually one of my first trainers. Uh, yeah, he helped me start training. Um, along with Johnny Angel, which is uh, our, our, our what a team. Um, but yeah, I'm basically just chasing my dream of becoming a professional wrestler and you know, just making that like my, my everyday job. So, yeah. That's what's you up. You can pay bills with this shit. I am. I am. Oh, you uh, you can't cuss, but I'll cuss for you. But yeah, you want to pay bills <laughs> with this shit. And um, just to give a little bit from like my point of view, I remember the first time we met, you refed one of my matches. And, oh my god! Yeah, and, and not a lot of people tell this story. And I remember you because you refed a match, and I was an asshole at the time more than what I was now, and. Jesus, I don't think we smartened you up on what was going on in the match, like like who was what we were doing or anything. Um, and we just went out there, and I think in between the match, I spat water at you or something like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not knowing that your dad was there. You, yeah. Uh, luckily, like my parents are super big wrestling fans, so uh, they were totally fine with it. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was refing his match, and all of a sudden he like grabs, uh, it was like a drink from one of the fans, and he like puts it in his mouth, and I was like, no, don't, and then he just turns around, and spits it all in my face, and I was like, uh, I don't know you like that. <laughs> and that's how we got we were, the Rona. Yeah, we went to the. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We went to the back, and you were like, I'm so sorry, like. I, I'm I'm so sorry. No, here's the thing. Ray didn't tell me one how old you. Were. You were 13. <laughs> I was like, bro, you could have like given me the heads up. Like, don't be an asshole to the child just yet. Like, the technically child abuse if I slap her or something. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody told me. And then somebody told me that your dad kind of got pissed 
at the in the moment, and I was like, oh fuck, like yeah, no, I kind of ruined it for everybody. But thankfully, um, <laughs> a great relationship built came off of that. And I remember seeing you the first time you were training with Johnny, and I gotta tell people all the time, like just I saw it, like you, you just it was something a little so natural to you. Um, and I said, I'm not I'm not a trainer. I've never claimed to be a trainer, and I've I want to say I've guided you along the way. What you've done since you started to now, I think is fucking great. So you've you're the Diamonds Division's champion. Yes. One of Texas's top, top independent promotions, owned by the one and only Booker T. How I was there for that moment and explain how that felt. Was honestly like I feel like that will forever be one of the most memorable moments in my career. Like no matter what goals I achieve, just because. Um, so when I was around like ten years old, uh, I've always known I wanted to be a wrestler. Like I just always knew I'm like when I get older, I'm gonna be in the WWE. Um, so I was like randomly, we had like this uh, family computer. And I was randomly just like on the computer and I was like, I'm going to look at wrestling schools. So I found Booker T's and I was like, oh my God, it's in Texas. So I remember I like called over my parents and I was like, when I turn 18 I'm and I graduate high school, I'm going to move to Houston and train here. And they were like, okay. Um, and then it ended up being that I got trained earlier than expected and actually graduated high school as diamonds champ which is so weird like like just like the way like life works like i would have never that 10 year old searching up reality wrestling on her computer would not have thought that she would be diamonds champ at 18 years old um so that moment was just like so 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 special to me and like so so many different ways especially like i was able to wrestle uh, one of my closest friends high on for it. So that was even more, like, amazing. Like, just everything about it. And my family was there. You were there. Uh, it was just so cool. And just the, the fans there in Houston, because, I, I, again, me and Chris uh, drove you up to one of your train the tryouts up there. And just the way the fans have gravitated to you and so quickly. Um, uh, yeah, it, yeah it, was, it, was that a, was it was a great night. It was like in in January, right? Like two years ago, yeah. and we drove. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. for uh, the, the the Rise slash Reality Wrestling when Soraya went over there. I remember that day we went to go get breakfast before, and I was super nervous. I was like, and I remember we were like driving up to Row, and I was like, oh my god, like I can't believe it, like just like seeing it. We've, and I'm like, we've like, talked about there. this in the show, right? Yeah, I I, I kind of mentioned it when it happened. Uh, we were talking hey, about the hood as uh, waffles, uh, waffle the, house. We the, the waffle house that, that we went to. Where did we go? Uh, where did we go eat? Did we go eat at the waffle house? Fuck, I don't. Was it the waffle house? I don't remember. I think that was, was just really me good, and though. George. No, no. I think the waffle house was just me and you. Yeah, we all went to go eat together though. Yeah, we did uh, somewhere. Yeah, that place <laughs> yeah. was good. I remember. I remember. <laughs> Um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so being a total fat ass in this fucking show right now, 
All I, I contributed know, I was you food. That's fucked up, yo. <laughs> okay, go bro, on. <laughs> you you, you got to keep your figure, bro. I get it. Fuck. I get it. Um, <laughs> so coming up with the wrestling, how did the name Roxy come about? Um, so I actually came up with the name Roxy uh, when I was not even wrestling yet. Like, uh, I remember me and my mom were just like thinking of wrestling names and just randomly um like i said i just always just daydreamed and dreamt about becoming a wrestler so uh i was always i've always been a huge fan of the rock and um that's how roxy kind of came about we kind of like switched up the, the letters and then my mom was like oh roxy would be a really good name and i was like yeah i like that um I never really, like, thought anything of it, but I remember Johnny, uh, it was, like, kind of uh, towards the end of, like, I remember y'all had said, you're not going to have a match until you have uh, one year of training. So I remember close to that uh, ending of that one year, he was like, uh, you need to start coming up with a name. So he's like, that's your homework. Go home and come up with a name. So I went home and I was like, uh huh. And I was just stressing and I was like, wait, I already have a name. And I was like, I'm just going to use Roxy. So that's what I went with. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I came up with my name when I was like 10. And it's great because it's a it's an easy name to remember. And then the spelling is so unique. And it's R-O-K-C. Uh, yeah. You, you, you remember that. Like, you automatically remember that stuff. Um, so, again, I grew up as a wrestling fan, too. Uh I didn't grow up wanting to be a wrestler. I the only reason I got in it was Ray was bored one day and took me to a, some random Fucking ass house, shit. and that's how I learned how to wrestle. Um, hold up, hold up, hold I, up, hold up. <laughs> how did how did you meet Ray? What the fuck? That okay, sounds like no, total no, wait, creeper, wait, wait, wait. man. Ray's Ray. older than us, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Were you I being abducted Ray. and didn't know? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Look, you stupid. No. I knew Ray. We both were friends of, of some band that we liked. We were friends with the guys. We became friends from there. And okay, he's, he's like herpes, bro. He just doesn't leave anymore. <laughs> Shut the fuck so, um, yeah, one day he just showed up out of my house and he's like, yo, you want to, I've always been a fan. He's like, you want to learn how to wrestle? I was like, are oh, you bullshitting, dude? He's like, no, follow me, like, come with me. And he took me at, to the ghetto, like the west side of Laredo in some house. There was like a five-year-old backflipping on a ring. He literally like, just stuck his hand out. He's like, come here. Let me take you on an yeah. adventure. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> Instead of candy, this he used uh... wrestling and I jumped in. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, is there a white van at some point, dude? Like, is there like no, a mysterious just... looking van at some point? That's because honestly, it <laughs> just no, it like, like no it. offense. If Roxy would have been telling the story. We would have been like, yo, hold up. What? <laughs> Wait, take a pause there. Hang the fuck up. Some no, random guy just told you, do you want to come learn in wrestling? Come with me and showed up in front of your house. That's kind of fucked up. Like there wasn't I, any, like there wasn't any formal introduction. It was just kind of like. I have candy. <laughs> the what? Sorry. Say that again. He's like, I have candy. Come into the van. George Jeez, is like, okay. Real. Look, I'm a simple guy to kidnap, man. Food and wrestling, and I'm pretty much easy to take advantage of. <laughs> Holy um, shit. 
That's well, crazy. and no, and 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 speaking of like people taking advantage, it's a good thing. I I know me and Johnny were very protective of you coming up. Uh, super. Just because super, like, yeah, we were stupid, like, very protective. Of, not just of your age, but more than anything, especially me. Like, I was very protective of the character of you, how you were seen by the fans. Because, again, we've I've seen girls come and go from Neville Laredo to Laredo in the South Texas area. None of them really last. Uh, I think the last girl, honestly, to get a similar rise the way you have was Kat Green and she she stopped wrestling after a few years. You've gone for so long and I I know I was very protective in the beginning uh just because I knew what you could become given the opportunity. Um but how were those first couple years learning how to do this the travel because I remember traveling was a big thing when you when you came in. Somehow um, I was part of that. I believe. Yeah. 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 It's fucking random. Um, <laughs> just to put in my two cents here. Um, Fun though. Both of you have like out of this world, like first introductions, especially like your name. Um, honestly, like it, even though I get that it's like the, like, the rock spelled with the, with the K with the first C. instead of the C and all that. But I would have never come to that conclusion that that's how you came up with the name. And I'm like, fuck, that's, <laughs> that's fucking clever, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Right? That's, and it apparently, is. apparently, Mad One is very easy to... <laughs> to kidnap. To kidnap. <laughs> he, or he was, he was like that lost dog that they just picked up off the street. Like, or is, is, that, is that a better way to conclude how you became a wrestler? Speaking of me and me and Roxy have like picking up a dog off the uh, off the street to save it. Oh my, oh my gosh, god! Yes, we were at the outlets. Um, uh, buying the sh- buying some shoes. It was about it. The outlets here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh man, that, yeah, that dog and, had just uh, crossed the like border. A, there bro. was like a little dog, and he was he Chris. was like roaming the streets, and I couldn't, I could not leave him there. So I picked it up, and I was like, George, we're taking it, and he was like. He couldn't tell me no. He just couldn't. Jesus. <laughs> Legit driving up and down Laredo with some stinky dog until we found somebody to take it. Yeah. Her mom, like, her I... mom texts me. No, your mom and your dad text me right after like, did you let her get the dog? I was like, no. <laughs> yes. She's going to leave with the dog. Like, fuck that. No. They're, so they're I was like, either it's either me and the dog or I stay here with the dog. That's you see we we yeah. were right next to Mexico too by the way. <laughs> no, I, no, I saved her life. No fucks given. <laughs> Cause on a normal day I would have been like, get the bus, lady. But I yeah, saved her see, life. Here, bro. apparently here in Laredo, like people think this town is scary. Like just yeah, they from, do. From, like from when a third I go to town, they're like, view. oh, you're from Laredo, dude. I'm you're like, from yes. Laredo. Either there's they assume we're drug dealers or they assume that we're willing to stab somebody. Yeah, right. I was talking to someone and uh, I forgot where we're they talking think we're about. Shooting he was guns like, off like yeah, well, you're from night. you're from Laredo, and I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, you know what that means. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, over here I always like come to the conclusion that they they confuse like. What they would like, people up north in English would consider New Laredo. Laredo, you know what I mean? Like Nuevo Laredo is not Laredo. Laredo, Laredo, yeah. But obviously, Nuevo Laredo, which is like 
if if there was no bridge in the middle, or let's just say there was no like countries dividing, I understand why people would consider Nuevo Laredo Laredo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get you. oh, do you live on the like if it was like the L.A. bridge? They're like, yeah. you live on the south of the bridge or the north of the bridge? And if you said the south of the bridge, they're like, damn. If you said north of the bridge, they're like, oh, like you you, you, li- you live in a respectable neighborhood. You you're you live in the hills. You don't live uh, in you dirt good. ass LA. You live in the hills. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, I guess that's I fucking get random. It, if you think about it from from an outstanding point, right? But um <clears throat> I think that's like a good way to bring up uh Maybe like some more personal stuff for you, like since we're all from the same town and stuff. Uh, how you feel about like this whole COVID thing, like our little mini, well, it's no longer a mini pandemic, right? It's been a pandemic overall, like this whole year we've been shut the fuck down. Like legit for a whole year. I mean, like, March will be a year, but yeah, so close and that to was- March. That was March. Okay, the show, the last show that we had on my birthday was literally the last show I've wrestled. And it's about to be a, a year. <laughs> and I know you were there at the show. Uh, so the bad part, it's speaking about the whole COVID thing, is you were still in high school when this thing, this shit popped up. How yeah, the, yeah, like dramatic actually, change that was? Actually, uh, so I actually graduated early. So I graduated in December. Um, so it didn't really affect me much. The only weird thing was our graduation. We had our, uh, we had like a ceremony in like June or July, I think. Um, and that was really weird just because like all our seats were like super, super, super separated. Um, we all had our masks on. Um, it was, it was just weird. We couldn't throw our caps up. Nobody, like, when we had to leave, everybody, it was, like, line by line. Like, nobody could talk to each other. You couldn't say bye to your friends. You couldn't, like, nothing. Um, so it was, it was pretty weird. And I think graduations are already boring. That sounds worse. Yeah, right? But, like, besides <laughs> that, like, I'm saying, I, I like, like, it I, robs you of an experience. Like, I, gra- I, I remember graduating high school and, and like, I just, re- like, last year I graduated college. Like, thankfully, like, the year before, like, and literally in May before all this shit started. And I was like, uh, the only thing that makes any of this tolerable, like, the whole getting dressed up, putting on the gown, putting on the cap, and waiting for them to call your name after, like, these ridiculous speeches about... Like the success, like your further success in your in your life, and all this like craziness, like you're just sitting there taking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There, yeah. There's no pause, and if you're telling me that I can't even talk to the person next to me because they're too far to talk to, dude, that that's torture. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we were like me and my friends were like texting each other. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I would have had my phone out for too. sure. Like, no way. <laughs> Like, I would have been, like, literally texting, can you believe this shit? What is this nonsense? What are we doing here? I was like, couldn't they have just fucking mailed us this shit and let us take, like, a group photo? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, guys, you could have totally done a Zoom meeting, uh, told your speeches, and, like, (laughs) presented presented our our fucking plaques on, like, on a picture. 
and just like done a slideshow at the end and called it a day, dude. And let me go pick my shit up because, yeah, you totally got robbed there, dude. You didn't you didn't get to experience like, oh, I can't remember the last time I sat around a bunch of people within the same last like first letter. Yeah, like first letter last name is me, you know, and then like like Roxy's real last name is a common name here. Yeah, so, so there's about like fifty motherfuckers on each side of you. Yeah, exactly. Like, but like, how many of do you, do you know? Is the, the the reality that hits you when you when you finally sit down? Like, I don't know that many people with my last name. Like, you know what I mean? Especially when yeah. I was in school. Like, and I went to school like recently in San Antonio where I didn't know anybody. So like, I was just praying that people that were like in my classes that had near the same last name as me, like were from fucking, like, you know, the same school, like, or, like, the same, uh, sorry, the same degree as me, because you could be right next to someone to do, like, a business major, and you did something else, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, shit, this is kind of weird. And then I realized that, like, it was so odd that the one person that was right next to me ended up being another student from Laredo, and we both graduated from LCC at the same time, which was fucking crazy. Oh, and I shit. was like, what are the odds that the only two people here with the same last name ended up being from Naredo? Like, you know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, that was like a total trip. But like, wow, that's so Okay. I, I wanna I wanna like imagine this in my head. So Roxy, what you're telling me is like how long were you sitting in that chair for nice and quiet, tapping away at your phone? Honestly, the good thing about the graduation was that it wasn't that long. Okay. Uh, so it it went by pretty fast. It was maybe like uh like an hour. An hour? Wow, that yeah. sounds amazing. Mine was like two and a half hours. Dude, mine was like yeah. four or five fucking Maybe like hours. an hour, hour and a half. But they were just going by really, really fast. Like it was fast. And like you walk it? up there, smile. Keep walking. Walk up there, smile. Keep walking. I mean, it um, feels like that. The even the first was time it, around. But it, was it at the arena or was it? It was a. It was at a football field. Yeah, buddy. That's old yeah. school. Wow. A football yeah, field. It was crazy. How else has this whole? Because I haven't. How, how long has it been since I've seen you? I was gonna say, when's the last time you met? You saw one of us? Like, well, I'm obviously, I'm guessing George. Yeah, the last time I saw George was when I was working at Infinite, and you dropped off something with Liz. Yeah, yeah, that was how that was like three, maybe four months ago, I think. No longer. And how long did you? Were you all in like proximity? Like not like he was like they were in the car, and I just I just went up to the window and like they gave me the stuff, and we it was like small talk, and then I went back inside. I want to say the last time we were actually hung out was at the March 14 show with uh, 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 the guy that I wrestled. I can't remember his name. That that you did that spot with me. I think that was the last time we were together, like in the same Uh, building. Zach. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like I want to say that's legit. It's gonna. It's about to be a year since we were actually in the same vicinity of each other. Like I know I dropped that stuff off, but like hung out with you. Uh, we haven't really hung out at all, no. which is have, crazy. Have, to have think, you like? Man. like well, hold yeah, because we were. I was actually thinking about it recently, and I was like, dang, like I miss, 
I miss going on like road trips with Chris yeah. and George. Like those were fun. <laughs> or like you and like Weechel and like, yeah, like Johnny, people that you hang Johnny. out with or converse with. I was about to ask you like what, like who's the like have you met, seen any of your friends? Because I'll I'll be admitting here like. I mean, I if as long as I know that I'm safe and I know George's been safe as like as safe as we can be, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been to his house, he's been to my house. So I mean, we haven't done it as I mean, as ritualistic, I, but have you seen any of your friends in that manner? Like where like you went to their house to hang out for a few hours? Yeah, so like my best friend Hind, I've seen her um at my my two other best friends, uh, Matthew and Sarah, they actually All both right. moved to uh, El uh, El Paso. Like, oh, before, wow. I think it was like right before the pandemic hit, actually. So I haven't seen them. Um, but I mean, like, luckily, uh, we they've still they still have uh, Booker shows because he's like required testing, and then like it's either drive-in shows or or like um like private tapings for his YouTube show. So, I've been able to see like my my wrestling friends from Houston, so that's kind of kept me sane. How how has wrestling now with the cuz I he I I seen that y'all were, they were doing the the driving shows. How does it affect the work style that that you normally do? Um I mean, the driving shows are pretty cool because, like, the fans are a little bit, like, interactive. Like, they're, like, honking their horns. Some of them are, like, on their, uh, like, they open up their trunks. And oh, they're, like, okay. sitting oh, out there. Cool. Yeah. It's like a um, tailgate. I was about to say, it's yeah. like a big-ass tailgate party. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what sounds all right. Pretty much, yeah. But, like, so you, the, but you still like, have that fan interaction. That, sounds like somebody yeah, hit that upgrade yeah. button. Nah. <laughs> the, what sucks is, like, the private tapings. Because it's Good. so weird. Like... Not having an like, audience, oh, no I reactions. Miss, yeah, I just miss the fans so much. Like I didn't, like, I don't know. I feel like people don't realize like how important the fans are. Like they're so freaking important. Like, thank you. You just like you, you you're just, basically like, like you answered one of our questions in our like, like previous shows because we've talked about this plenty of what is what oh, is. Yeah? To a celebrity, what do the fans really mean? And you just kind of, like, pointed that out. Yeah. Like, since we're not there, it's fucking I mean, weird, like, right? Yeah, it's just, like, I feel like, honestly, like, a lot of people don't appreciate the fans as much as they should. And, like, yeah. I'm just I'm just a person that, like, honestly, like, the, the fans are one of, like, my favorite things about about wrestling. Just because, like... We literally would not be here if it wasn't for them. Like they're the ones like paying for like the tickets. They're like they're buying the merch. They're like cheering Supporting. for you. Yeah, like like we would not yeah, be here if it yeah, wasn't for them. They're your moneymaker. Yeah, obviously it's because no audience, no 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 publicity, no no advertisement, no merch, no nothing. Like that's kind of what happens when there's no fans around. And like it's weird that you don't get to have the same interaction with them as like them sitting around you and screaming out your name or like pretty much yeah. like even like after setting the shows, you up like i guess they'd like go it. and like buy some merch and stuff like and just hang just, out and just, just talk yeah i just always made sure to like like have as much conversations as i could with the fans and like because i i, I don't know like i just I, I love that interaction and and like just seeing like how how excited they get and stuff um so it, it makes me sad like not having that right now 
No, yeah, especially like us, because we were good guys. We were babies. We were very crowd, like especially what our gimmick was with the Wada team was very crowd interactive, and we we depended on that crowd reaction. Yeah, and I and this is something again. This is something me and Chris do like to talk about because just the that big gap between what is celebrityism to some people to their fans. Because sometimes I do feel fans can be a little bit too much, but for the most part especially people who are, again, supporting you, sh- showing you love, uh, going to the shows and stuff like that. Uh, some It was something that was taught to, to me personally, and I saw it somewhere where they're like, an uh, autograph signing or the, the people buying your merch that you got to sign to them. To you, it may just be a routine thing, but to them, that's their moment. Yeah. So don't ruin yeah. that moment because you're having a bad day or X, Y, Z. Like, don't rob somebody from their moment. And... And, and just, just like you said, they're paying their money to come watch me, and that that I always had that same mindset. And is if someone's willing to give up, because as an adult, and you'll see when you get older and stuff like that, like you start counting not hours, but like I I just made this much money in this hour. I'm just gonna throw away on some bullshit that I don't need, or I'm gonna spend <laughs> it on something I want. And like if people are willing to do that with the money, especially right now with the hard times that everything's at that they're still paying that money to go see you at row. Like you have, yeah. you, you got to make that moment for those fans because that's what they're living for. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to say like, have you all tried any like adaptive new models? Like for example, like when you say that there's a, like a stage show where, or what do you call it? Private taping? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, do you do like kind of like a, like a streamcast for your fans on Facebook or something afterwards, or like, do they set any of that type of stuff up? I think they have it off YouTube, right? Yeah, like they just they just post our matches up on on YouTube, but we haven't had any of like you like you that don't have any yeah like you don't have any over the internet fan interaction. Mm-mm, okay. No. I mean, I I I don't know. I I think that's something. Maybe, like I don't know if it should be tried or not. Like if that's yeah, like, that would be a good idea, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, I know like say, people like, in like WWE have been doing that. Like they've been doing like virtual meet and greets and stuff. Because I was gonna say like everyone in know Mama has a freaking Twitch now. Um, yeah, our homeboy that does more uh, watching football games and like narrating them himself or stuff like that. I think that's what Alex does. I don't know. Yeah, because he he hasn't really mentioned how he does it but he mentioned he had twitch and i was like well obviously you're not streaming just yourself you must be streaming like the game or like footage or something and i felt like um i had i had explained this to george before where i was like i mean you still got that power of using social media luckily like this isn't we're we're not back in 2007 where like facebook didn't really exist because that would suck like this would make this whole pandemic thing just more of a torture for most people yeah. that don't get to interact with anybody. And I feel like this uh, digital interaction is at least some type of interaction than no interaction at all. Cause that's kind of like what's happening right now, at least with you, right. That you feel like that's what makes these private matches so weird that you're like, where the fuck are my fans at? You know, cause you don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. You don't know if they're really watching or like checking out the stream or anything like that and like it's understandable but i i kind of wanted to ask like if you had like 
a stream, something like this, not really like this, because I'm sure people would rather see your face than just hear your, your voice. They're like, who is that talking on the I don't the have one, but I've thought about it, honestly. Like, I've thought about it so many times during this quarantine. Like, maybe I should make a Twitch. Maybe I should start posting more on my YouTube channel. Well, I was going to say, I, I, I thought I, you don't have a, a, a Facebook page? Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah, because you can I'm, totally I'm just... Sorry, I'm answering for you. I'm sorry. No, yeah, obviously, right? Like, I'm pretty sure I have yeah, I you. Yeah, I should, like, do, like, more Instagram. I used to do Instagram lives. Yeah. I just stopped, but uh, maybe I should do more. Like, is that taxing for you? Like, does that feel like, like, oh, what a hassle? Like, because it's something you're not familiar with? Because, like, I, I feel that uh, at first when this pandemic started and all this and we were forced to start using the Discord I kind of felt like, well, I know George was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this shit. I I don't know. Like, to me, doing media stuff like that is a is a drag because I'm more of a, like, a private, private person. Like, Oh, yeah, I know that. Like, you just... So, like, and I've, I've always said it, like, I would make the world's worst celebrity because... You're, you're like that I, music artist that never performs live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's, that's what you like, want to be, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. I just want to do my stuff at the show. As long as I'm at the shows, man, I'm yours. You're, you you paid your money, but outside of that, like I just want to stay home. Don't like don't nobody bother me. Yeah, I, you're a total homebody, bro. I know that much. Like you rather know, watch like, for, you rather watch the the new movie at your house and at the theater. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just yeah. If I don't have to go out and meet, like, so the quarantine really hasn't affected me um that much but like i mean in some ways oh yeah but obviously but like, like, but like back back into the topic like you doing that fan interaction like especially now in this digital age of that's how everybody's getting seen everybody's an influencer everybody's a uh a, a social media celebrity uh there's yeah. so many a- avenues for you to get seen and get noticed because and then and we'll, we'll, we'll go back to it a lot of these uh in, indie wrestlers that are getting seen by these uh not wwe and all these other promotions below that uh a lot of them are getting seen through social media yeah. i mean yeah it, it's got to be done that way now like you, you don't get to see like if you're one of those people at the top and there's no crowd in front of you anymore like you got to go look for them obviously and you're going to want to hit that button with the most views or the most likes or whatever the freak the algorithm gave you back like oh look here's roxy like let's check her out and then and, and like when it comes to that all it takes the more is content the better you know yeah, like obviously and- like our show is dog shit like we have <laughs> <laughs> we have a few listeners at best like it was weirdly enough a friend of mine hit me up today they're like hey i'm checking out your podcast i'm like what for real like what the hell how why <laughs> Like, cause I don't like, obviously I don't bother to share this on my page, like fucking ever. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like George has definitely like put up a few, uh, memes up or maybe like, uh, streamed over some of our, our quick episodes that he enjoyed more than others. But I like, I don't really touch social media except for my page. Like my, my Facebook is just for me. And, like, my actual friends. Like, if I added you, because I kind of remember who you were, but we don't really, like, interact in real life. I really don't interact with you in in in, in the digital sense. You know what I mean? 
I, I feel like I'm on George. I'm on George with this one, where I'm like, like if I'm not if I'm not physically there with you, just leave me alone. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I is that like is that kind of like what you've been leaning against? Because, like, oh, you said you were doing live Instagrams, and I'm like, dude, that shit's tough. Like, I wanted to try to do yeah. streaming, and I'm like, dude, this takes fucking handiwork. Like, you gotta really know what the <laughs> fuck you're doing. Like, I thought it was as easy as sticking up a fucking camera. I mean, we talked about doing this in one of our past episodes. And, like, for whoever the fuck listened to that episode and is still waiting for that video, I gave the fuck up. That's not happening I gave the fuck up because I was like, I am not a video editor whatsoever as much as I try. Like, yeah, I can can review and chop up like a video but to make it presentable and add graphics and all this like cool stuff like nope that's that's not me no that's kind of why i haven't started like making youtube videos for my youtube channel is just because i am like very like not knowledgeable on how to like edit youtube videos and if there's any freelancer video editors listening to this shit right now y'all better hit us the fuck up yeah. yeah. <laughs> or hit Roxy the fuck up. Like we really don't need it. We can just use our voices, but Roxy can definitely <laughs> use this shit. Like, <laughs> please. Yeah, but, and I'm and I'm, to- I'm totally the same way. Like, I I, we, we, I see a lot of guys like putting up their highlight videos, and it's like I don't know how to do that, and I have to like bother yeah. to like, can you do that for me? Because I'm fucking illiterate, and I don't know how to like. I didn't pay attention to none of my schools to know how to do this shit. I mean, like, school doesn't teach you how to do Photoshop. any of this shit. I feel like that's why uh, people that are able to do it and become famous off of it, like, really proud themselves in it. Yeah. And, I mean, there's good reason that, for it. That takes a lot of work. Fuck yeah. Especially fuck yeah. people this... that are, like, posting every week, like, posting YouTube videos up every uh, week. For I'm real. Like, for real. Like, like no, f- fuck every week. Like, those people, like, or especially, like, there's a lot of uh, influencers that do the whole daily OnlyFans stuff. Like, you have to be entertaining every day of your life. I have off days, man. I have off weeks where I'm just not me. Like, but, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of those people that I follow, I was about to say that, like, a lot of, uh, call it what it is, influencers that I follow on, like, every single type of media, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like, just to name the main ones. Uh, every time I'm looking through that, or like, it. I think the one that I see like less constant. Facebook is obviously constant, but then there'll be like three months where they're just kind of like tuned out. You know what I mean? Like nobody's yeah. there yeah. anymore. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm trying to understand. Like, I guess that's just normal. I mean, it must be fucking exhausting when you don't think about it as a job. You're doing it, you know, just for this and that, and then, uh you realize that it's actually like a, a cash flow and then you got to jump back on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause if you don't stay relevant, like you fall off or whatever, you know, all those big terms of, I didn't make it start coming up. And it's like, why didn't I? Well, it's because you decided to take a fucking six year hiatus or something, or, you know, like we, we were just talking shit about uh, Mike Tyson coming back and we kept, being up like, dude, I I was totally blown the fuck away. Like, what a fucking like total standing innovation that we thought it was. 
And I'm like, dude, the guy hadn't performed shit for 15 fucking years. Like, he had a box for 15 years. How did you just come back and did it like you was riding a bike? You know what I mean? Like, that's talent, dude. That's talent itself. Some people just have it, man. Uh, I can't do that shit. You told me, like, uh, like yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Try to roller. Like, I haven't rollerbated or ice skated in 15 years. You asked me to do that shit right now. Good luck. I wouldn't be able to do either. You know and, what I'm saying? Like, I, so I have this question. Roxy, what's been your longest break in between, like, bumping? Like, was there a time that you took, like, a month, two, three months off, something like that? Yeah, uh, so, like, the first few months, uh, we were being, like, very careful. Uh, I live with six other people, and my older sister just had her baby. So, like, obviously, like, babies' immune systems are not, like, the best at all. So that freaked me out, and uh, I didn't – I the first couple of months of the uh, quarantine, I wasn't able to, like, train uh, or, like, do shows or anything like that, which really, like – it messed me up because I was like, dang, like, I miss it so, so, so much. And it was just so weird. Like, like not only was, like, wrestling my, like, my daily routine, it was just, it was also, like, an outlet for me. So, like, not having that outlet just kind of, like, uh, like stressed me out. Um, so, it was probably, like, maybe, like, three months, three, four months. Of like not wrestling at all, it yeah. sucked so bad. How did you feel taking that first bunk back? Did you feel like anything with like your reaction time was off, or was it like it just like it was walking off the bed again? Yeah, it was. It was like fine, honestly. Like, it, I mean, obviously, like I was pretty sore again. Yeah. Like it, it didn't feel like the first day of training, but it was the pretty close. The first time close. you go back to the um, gym. Yeah, yeah, right, like that. But um, I didn't have like I I don't know if this sounds like like cocky, but like I didn't have much ring rust surprisingly. Oh well, that's that's great. Like, see, so the last time I was in the ring was in March. Uh huh. Birthday. Week, this last week, yeah, on my birthday is when the whole city shut down. Um, two weeks ago, me and uh, ASF went up to Tijuana to train with Dagantessa and. My reactions were there, but I don't know if it's because of the age or what the fuck. But the ring was was there, like my footings was, I was my footing was just off. That first bump felt like I landed on cement, like sluggish. And Daga gave me shit about it, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, I, "I'm almost been a month, a, a whole year out. Like, I never believed yeah. the ring was was a thing until I felt it." And I, so the night before, I got super trashed too, right? And it should count to that. But I I got off, and Liz was like, "How do you feel?" And I was like, "I don't. I feel like I never want to do this again. Like it hurt. It just the ring was. And I don't know. Is it just you that you're able to come back into it like that? I need to warm up before I start doing stuff like this because I my body just doesn't react well to time off." Yeah, as I understood yeah. his vacation, he got blow the fuck up. <laughs> oh, dude, I threw up twice in the ring, and we were just doing, like, warm-ups. And it was, like, one of Tessa's warm-ups, so was, I'm blowing chunks. The night before, I finished half a bottle of Captain Morgan, that 
Tessa fed me and I got I proposed to Liz. I got trashed. Fucking trashed. It's funny how you keep bringing this up. So we're making it official here or what? <laughs> yeah, it's official, man. Fuck. Anyways, yeah, like the the ring was the ring was to me and then like so I've taken this time off and and this was another one of the other questions I want to ask you. Do you feel that from where you started to where you are now, has the character changed? Have you changed the way you see the business, how you watch wrestling? Do you still watch wrestling or being in the business? Like, have you seen a change in the character? Have you seen a change in yourself? Um. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my Just like my confidence has like just grown so so much because uh like i feel like that's such a huge part of like wrestling and like just like your character and stuff is just like having that confidence because for sure i did not have it like at the beginning um like i was like so extremely nervous and like i still get nervous before my matches but it was just, like, bad. Like, it was, like, throughout the match that I was, like, nervous. Um, and now I've gotten, like, so, so, so much better at, like, just, like, someone once told me, like, before you walk out of the curtain, like, just breathe and remind yourself who you are and then walk out there and just, like, be the best you that you can be. And so that's exactly what I do now. Um and as for watching wrestling, I literally never stop watching wrestling. Honestly, um, I feel like that's probably what helped me a lot is that like during the quarantine, I was just watching wrestling all the time. Like I was like uh, watching my matches and like critiquing them. I was like asking people to critique them. Um, I was like just watching all different types of wrestling. Um uh, I still actually like so Booker T has like this film study he's been doing it throughout like the pandemic um and it's like open to the public uh and like you I think it's like $25 but yeah I've, they, I've, like, I've done two of them and they've been they're they're great yeah they are um they actually like I asked uh Kevin which is like uh, the producer for reality wrestling if he could like possibly send me the link so that I could start joining them uh and he did so like I've been doing that um and the last session that like I went to he actually he said something that like stuck with me and he was like if if you if you're in you're either in wrestling to play wrestler or or to be a wrestler and he's like if you want to be the best in wrestling you never stop learning and I was like that's so true because, like, I feel like there's so many people that, like, once they they get out there, they're like, okay, like, I'm good. Like, let me just sit back and, like, let things happen. Um, and they just, like, think that they know everything. But, like, even now, with, like, the position that I'm in, uh, I still, like, have the, men- the same mentality as I did from, like, when I first started. Like, I just want to know everything about wrestling. Like... Like, I have, like, this, this like, scary passion for wrestling, and I feel like it's only growing. And, like, I I just, like, want to make it. Like, I just want to be the... I just want to be, like, one of the best to, like, ever do it. So I'm just trying to, like, learn 
as much as I can from like everybody. Like even like I still send you my matches and I'm like, yeah. hey, can you please like critique this? Like, um, and that's like a, another problem with people is that like they don't like getting critiqued and like they take it to heart. They take um, it right personal, yeah. Yeah, but like it's like like I I never get hurt when like people give me like even like if they're like bad critiques i'm like no yes please tell me like give me everything because i i want to like fix you everything better like even when i like ask booker after my match and i'm like hey like did you see anything and like there's times where he'll be like no like that was really good and like he'll say all these good things and i'll kind of walk away and like you'd expect me to be like yes like that's no, so bummed. awesome like, i'm so happy but i'm like ah oh, like like is he lying? Like, yeah. like, uh, but I feel like that is like. That's crazy. I see it as like I see it as like a strength of mine, just because this like. This dude is fucking punking me, dude. <laughs> I see it as a strength just because face. I'm like okay, like I I'm I, I want to keep getting better, so like I'm never comfortable. So, yeah. Which is great because yeah, one of my complaints and. You've been in the locker room when I bitch at people. And I, like, we're giving you advice to get for you to get better. And when people take it personally or an, a, one of my pet pieces, they find an excuse. Like, oh, I did it because of this. I'm like, okay, cool. But listen to yeah. what I'm telling you. Um, yeah, no, that that's... Yeah, and I don't know if it's a generational thing because I'm pretty sure before we started wrestling, there's people like that who they're just there's always yeah, gonna make, be someone like that bro yeah like you get comfortable at a certain state and i remember when we first started training and stuff like that one of the main things i kept telling you was don't let anybody ever outwork you yeah have that be, have, have that be in the ring or have, yeah film study stuff like that um so you're watching wrestling who are you watching right now that you're like you know what that's who i want to wrestle soon or this is the up-and-coming person that this is it. I like watching a lot of independent stuff right now. Um, just as much as I, there's Rev Pro that comes out and just as many independent shows to see that next up and coming person. Um, and we can speak on one uh, here and we'll put her, we'll, we'll shout her out high end. One of the Texas girls that she now is in Chicago, right? Yeah. Like she's she has so much talent. Um, who else are you looking at that that's out right now that you're like this is the person besides yourself? Um, so there's this girl. She I honestly can't remember where she's from, but her name's Billy Starks, um, and she has like blue hair. Uh, oh, she yeah, wears yeah. like space buns. Uh, this chick is so good. I did, like, a, I actually did, a, like, an interview type of thing. It was, like, me and her uh, on this, like, podcast. And they were interviewing both of us at the same time because this girl is 15. Oh, wow. And she's, like, she's so good. She's so freaking good. She just wrestled on, um, she was at the, the collective. Um, for GCW? For, yeah. Uh, but. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Uh, I was about to like spill. You know what? It's fine. I think I might wrestle her in January. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm really excited. Um, yeah, she's super good. Uh, and like, I was like, what the? She's 15? 
It's crazy. Some some people have it. Like, yeah. No, I I, I seen some of her stuff. And what caught my attention was the blue hair. And uh, yeah, she's very good. Uh, who is there? I don't want to. I don't want you to name drop promotions that you want to work for because whoever's calling is good. Uh, but is there a specific wrestler that you're like? That's who I want to work. Like that's who I want to wrestle. That's the goal right there. Um, I really want to wrestle Deanna Prazo. That not a name I was expecting. Okay. You want to give a reason why? What, Are you calling her out, her? dude? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> I haven't tuned in. Sorry. Are you calling her out right now? Do it. No, no, she. No. Uh, she's, uh, <laughs> she's a she's a she's a wrestler from Impact, and I think what she's their current champion again, right? I'm bu- I'm busting balls here. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If if it's a call out, so we so Roxy can get a title match there at a Impact. Let's do it. <laughs> well, um, she actually like she said it before on Twitter that she wants to wrestle me, which got me pretty excited. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even know she knew who she, who I was, <laughs> but yeah, like I watched her when she was on like uh, NXT and stuff, and like when I first started, I I remember like watching one of her and Kylie's matches, um, and I've always been like like super big, big, big on on Kylie, like I love her, um, but I watched one of their matches and I was like, oh, like. Deanna's really good and then I remember she got signed to NXT that was super exciting and then she got let go and then she went to Impact um and I just think she's really good like I really I just I really want to wrestle her no yeah I I, I think her styles she has had a, she has a very old school technique style which I, you don't see a lot of girls use and it's yeah, yeah I, 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 I would I would actually like to see that uh one of the girls I personally w- would like to see you wrestle and, and call it a dream or not. I would I wouldn't mind seeing you and Sasha work. Oh especially, yeah. Especially, I would especially love if to she's a bad Sasha. guy and you're the baby face, I feel that story would would money. Just fucking money. In my just that's that's just my opinion. Um growing up, who 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 would you watch that was like that caught you in besides Rocky? Uh, AJ Lee was my favorite wrestler ever, like ever. Um, j- just like I couldn't really like I I was a fan of Kelly Kelly. Um, I think she was like the first female wrestler that I I really liked. Um, but like I couldn't really like connect with her, and I feel like I feel like in especially in like wrestling, well. It, just in general, but uh, I think like representation is super important. Um, so I thought that was so cool when they brought in AJ, and um, she was like just completely different. Like wore the Converse and uh, was openly into video games, and like um, was super open about like she was a huge fan of wrestling when she was younger and stuff like that. And that really connected me with her uh so just like watching her i think that was like that was kind of like what like flipped the switch of like oh my gosh like i can be a wrestler too because she's she's like me um so yeah it, it definitely her and like i honestly pray that she like comes out of retirement so i can wrestle her 
Another call out. <laughs> AJ, we'll, we'll we'll fly to Chicago to do that match. Fuck it. Yeah, that. Right. I, I I growing up again. Uh, AJ Lee, CM Punk. I think were two great. That same feeling you had with AJ Lee was the same feeling I had with Rey Mysterio. Just yes. because on 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 the on the size level, it was like I knew I wasn't gonna grow up to be six feet something, and I knew like I didn't have that body guy looks. So I was like, this guy's just like me. I can't do the stuff he does. He does amazing stuff, but there was a little bit of a if I can do it, if he can do it, why not me? Um, yeah, I think that was like the same with AJ's. Also, like five foot. Nothing. Yeah. I, yeah. So like, I was like, oh, she's tiny. So am I. <laughs> No, and like when when I when I met her at, at the book signing, like I don't know, because they're on TV, they look bigger, they look taller. She was very tiny, very petite. And I was like, fuck, like to take bumps three hundred days a year, man. God damn, um, <laughs> right? Praise, praise, praise that so much. Um, wrapping up here, uh, just one last question before I let I let you just announce all your social media stuff. Um. We we are friends. We've been friends for a while. You're a very big advocate of uh, mental strength and mental health. Just I just wanted to get to see um, why. How did that become one of your things that you've been really open about during this whole COVID stuff? Um. So, like I said, like wrestling. Uh, not only was it like a daily routine for me, it was like an outlet. Um, and I didn't like realize how much it was an outlet for me until like you're just locked in your house and can't go anywhere um and so I had a lot of time just like with myself and um it just like it makes you think a lot and I actually uh uh you're the one that uh actually bought me AJ's book and uh which is crazy is my superpower and it was literally in my uh drawer for like ever and I kept telling myself, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And I'm, I'm not a huge reader at all. Um, but I read it. And um, it, it, like, really opened my eyes. And, like, so many of the things that she talked about, it was, like, so relatable. And I didn't realize, like, like how important and how, like, stigmatized mental health is still, which is crazy. Um, but, like, it just... it. It really made me think like uh my family is like really big on like mental health um like I've I've seen my parents struggle with it uh like I've struggled with it I've seen my sister struggle with it so um it made me realize like how many people are like struggling struggling with it and like how untalked it is uh I like messed up my words. Yeah, like it's it's not talked about. Like yeah, yeah and like no, and when you think like why, like if, <laughs> it, like especially like in our in our in our in the Hispanic culture, it's not a big thing to talk about. Yes, especially in the Hispanic culture because um I I've heard, I've heard it in like like my 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 grandma um she's extremely extremely Mexican. <laughs> Um, and she does not believe in, like, any of that. Like, she doesn't believe in, like, depression. She doesn't believe in anxiety. And there's so many people like that. And, like, I feel like, like, especially in Latino households, we're just taught to, like, deal with our problems. And, like, I feel like it's, like, like, we're taught about, like, 
like machismo and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like, like we have like so much things to deal with that it's like you just deal with it and you just don't talk about it. And like it's it makes things like so much more worse. So I feel like if I have like a platform, like why not talk about it? So like like if there's like anybody that follows me that is like struggling with it and like maybe they see something that I post and they're like, oh my gosh, it's like like maybe it'll help them, you know? Like I yeah. just feel like mental health should be so much more talked about because like yeah like i i'm a public figure but like i i i deal with like i've dealt with depression like i deal with anxiety and like i like i'm not scared to like like openly say that anymore um because it it can help so many other people absolutely Uh, that honestly yeah i was gonna say uh I want to congratulate you for that because it does. It makes you a stronger person overall. And for those people that want to find that strength, uh, definitely turn to our friend Roxy. Um, I completely agree with you. It's definitely a topic that not a lot of people discuss, and it should be discussed a lot more, especially like in the past couple of months where we had like uh, suicide prevention month and stuff like that. Like, uh, sadly but true, I've lost a lot of friends and a lot of close people to me that. Uh, you know, they, they committed suicide. And when you really think about it, like, uh, all the things you're talking about right now, like depression, the anxiety, the, uh, keeping all those feelings inside type of stuff, the machismo that really comes from our culture. Like, uh, it makes you feel like you're being demeaned just thinking about it. And it shouldn't feel like you shouldn't feel that way. You should be able to express your feelings, be open about it with your friends. Like always have somebody to talk to about you know about your feelings uh don't keep them bottled up and stuff like that like uh i'm glad that you have that motivational spirit i'm glad that you do a lot of things that uh try to inspire others especially because at the end of the day that that's really what like your character should be about uh if you're wrestling or if you're just trying to be somebody that influence others by things that you like to do like it's definitely important to keep that positive attitude. Uh, always being able to take that criticism is definitely one of those traits that you want to push on to others. And uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, Roxy. Uh, I'm sure George would like to say the same. Uh, yeah, absolutely. How, yes. how about you drop uh, some links on how to get in touch with you? Uh, people already know how to get in touch with us, so it's just really going to be about you here. So go ahead and end it for us. <laughs> So my Twitter is uh, the Roxy underscore. That's R O K C. Um, my Instagram is underscore Roxy. My Facebook is just Roxy, so that's R O K dash C. And then uh, I actually just opened up uh, a pro wrestling tea store. Um, so you can find that at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash the real Roxy. Awesome. awesome well uh, yeah stop by check her videos check her post buy a shirt yeah hit that and, replay uh, button get those all again and uh you know give us some more views and listen to it one more time <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so uh roxy thank you thank you thank you so much for doing this for us we really do appreciate this yes thank you for having me it was fun awesome, awesome. glad you enjoyed it and to the rest of the shitheads 
Hope everybody else enjoyed this too. Peace. <laughs>